What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. My mind's playing tricks on me. Why won't it let me be? Look inside and try to find, but nothing seems to give me sweet relief. Why won't it let me be? Look inside and try to find, but every time it seems I lose my mind. My mind. It's Self-Helpless with Kelsey Cook, Delaney Fisher, and Taylor Tomlinson. Hey guys, welcome to Self-Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Taylor Tomlinson. I'm Delaney Fisher. And this week we're going to be uh, doing a book that definitely spoke to all of us. I know Delaney and I got dinner and you had some shit to say. Yeah, really? Yeah, I I (laughs) loved it. I mean, like, I like... Le- loved it more than the artist way. Whoa. Yeah, it really she spoke to me. That uh-huh. it's like, <gasps> did you say it's tied with Life Changing Magic of Tidying Up? Yeah. Life Changing Magic of Tidying Up has been my favorite book since I've read it. And it's the one that stuck with me the most. Yeah. Uh, and this one is equally as good in my, for m- myself. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I loved it that much. Yeah. That's awesome. What did you think? Um, I. I did really like it, but I still find myself having a lot of like negative beliefs with money and like a lot of limiting beliefs on what I deserve financially or like mm. what I see for myself. So I know that I need to put in a lot of work with that and maybe we can talk about it. Like, what did you think? You of know, it? I kind of felt the exact same way I did about the book, which I don't think we've said yet, is uh, How to Be a Badass with Money. Or, or you, you are a badass. Or you are a badass. You are a badass at making money. money. So we already oh. reviewed. I listened to the audiobook. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> so did I. We already reviewed um, You Are a Badass by Je- Jen Sincero. Sincero. Am I bad? Sincero. And so this is her follow up book because You Are a Badass was so successful. Yeah. And then she did one that's specifically about making money. Yeah. And how she 
got to where she is now. Yeah. She has a success story. So um, I'll be honest. I like this one way more than you are a badass. Like I was honestly, to be honest, like I wasn't even really looking forward to reading it because you are a badass. I don't even remember what that book was about. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And this one it has changed my life forever. Whoa. Yeah. I'm so yeah. like, I just want to hear everything. <laughs> I know. Because I want you to give me an even more condensed version of the book. And I want to sure. hear like what spoke to you so hard yeah. because for me this was a hard one to do an audiobook of personally mm-hmm. um because i found myself not really taking notes like i felt like there were a lot of concrete money things a lot of exercises she wanted you to do that right. if i had had it in writing in front of me i would have done it right rather than i was just listening to it and like letting it go by as i was doing the oh, dishes yeah. she did have exercises in there yeah yeah i felt similarly to i liked it more than you are a badass yeah but i felt similar in that like some of her kind of jokier tone parts were just like give me a break but then but then she'd say something and i'd be like all right i guess i'll write that down because i was pretty good like i felt like that during you are a badass too where i felt mm. like there was a lot of it where i was like i don't know i mean this is fine but then she'd say one thing and i'd be like oh, okay that was pretty good you know yeah 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 <laughs> this was the first time i've ever listened to anything on audiobook i know i'm really late to the really? game but i've never listened to a book before i've always read it so i don't know if that affected why i like it so much so i'm definitely gonna have to do more books on audiobook just to see if i'm now my my mind you know shifted yeah. to like this thing now um but i i like i think i would have equally liked it equally if i read it though hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. just everything she was saying was just so on the money like in my head yeah <laughs> anyway we're jumping I know, so, I'm so far <laughs> let's do segments we'll do Sorry, quotables and then we'll get back to delaney <laughs> <laughs> um okay so you have a good quotable you i think. love this one and i think it's a, an unknown but if anybody knows who said it first please write in and let us know um worrying is like walking around with an umbrella waiting for it to rain god i love mm. it it's so good worry so true yeah worrying quotes will always stick with me the hardest definitely definitely it's It's pointless it's so pointless it's pointless yeah worrying is great energy when you when you can channel it to actually do something and resolve a situation that's right in front of you happening now but if it's not then you're just being a crazy person she had a really good oh the one thing i wrote down and i starred from this book (laughs) was worrying is praying for stuff you don't want Oh yeah, oh. I was like, oh, that I, hit me. Yeah. That's interesting. I do get um, a little paranoid about that. The whole, which I guess is a little bit of like the secret stuff, where this book was so secrety. Yes, <laughs> yeah. where if you're putting in a lot of energy to the negative stuff, then that's what you're bringing into you. And so it's like, as soon as I start to think about, I'm like, oh god, what if that happens now? <laughs> you know, it's like trying to get your mind right. Sure. No, you know what? I've kind of how I've sort of made peace with that because I I don't think that worrying makes things happen. I, okay. I don't. I just don't think that's true. Like, because I've worried about so many things that just don't end up happening. <laughs> and she right. says that in the book too, where yeah. she's like, "You worry." She's like, "Most of your fears don't even happen." And yeah. I was like, "I would have been kidnapped twenty years ago." <laughs> exactly. If I was exactly. I would have been uh, dead at eight. You know, like work fine. Yeah. Uh, the way I think is like, but she says like your thoughts determine your reality, and I think that's true as far as like what you think about all the time. And if you're worrying about something all the time, even if it's not true, it's going to feel true. Yeah. It's going to feel like that's what's happening. Yeah. Uh, like I did that. I had, I had a rough weekend guys. And uh, I, hmm. just because I was in like a very anxious state, I was like reading into everything and like, 
trying to like bail on you know the person I'd been dating and I was trying to like mm. withdraw from everybody who loved yeah. me and like making up <laughs> stories in my head about like anybody who was like oh you were really funny I'm like well they were being sarcastic and now I have oh, to uh, deal with that for you know three days <laughs> and I just oh, cool. me and Kelsey had a very long talk about it yeah. and she like made me feel better about it but I was just like man this is uh, th- this is a lot and, and worrying about stuff coming to fruition is first off usually a waste of time because right. it's not going to happen right and then even if it does happen do you really think that worrying about it will have prepared you because i used to think if i worry about stuff enough i'll be prepared when it happens because right. i'll have a game plan and yeah. it's like just have your emergency exit plan uh be like i'll figure it out it, yeah. It, it, yeah as far as things like people liking you like she talked about that in the book too where this related to a lot of things uh <laughs> yeah. about having like the courage to be disliked yes which was something you and i talked about <laughs> yeah Shutter. yeah 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 because we were talking about that this weekend where you know i was worried i was saying like i have this deep-seated fear about having like a bad reputation in the industry or like being a people not thinking i'm funny or like being a hack or a bad comic which and, is so funny because i feel like you couldn't have a more like glowing reputation. I know. If anybody overhears anything about Taylor Thomas and it's like, <laughs> oh, you mean the fucking child prodigy who's a national yeah. headliner at the age of 13? <laughs> yeah, I've heard yeah. of her. Yeah. It's never anything. I've never, either, either one of you, I've never heard anything negative. Right. And I can say that honestly. And there's some comedians oh. I can't say that about as far as, and like b- before people even knew that I was really close to you guys. Right. right. And of course people say negative things about us because some of them have said it to our faces. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> boy have they ever but kelsey's told me like your fear was being disliked by people which is like nuts because that to me sounded crazy where i was like who dislikes you but that's but people do that's the thing and And, like not not i don't know that there are a lot of people but like i know of a few and then of course there's always like horrific people on the internet but well with you know i mean i've talked about before like you know issues with certain comedians like over the years like just one or two here or there where uh, they just make a bad assumption about you and i i feel like physically ill when that happens yes. and i'm like oh, they think i'm somebody i'm not and but i'm so nice and why would anybody <laughs> think that i'm not that way or well you know whatever and it's just oof. there's yeah. a good i heard a really good uh comparison or analogy or whatever <laughs> recently and i can't remember her last name it's gonna kill me her name is brooke and she's a life coach and i have to look her up so i can give her a shout out for this but she was talking about how uh, some people like peaches and they like peaches in cobbler. They like peaches on their own. They like them at all times. Some people hate peaches and there's nothing you can do to make them like a peach. And there's nothing and the peach, peach can do. People. And there's you know? nothing the peach can do. The peach can't dress the up as an apple. Yeah. You know? And be like, oh, surprise. Like, you're still peach, bitch. Bitch, I see you. You want peach inside. Shakes on the apple mask. Gotcha, fucker. Yeah. So it's like, you can't do anything. Somebody's always going to dress up like you. an apple, but like, you you can't let anyone bite into you. <laughs> sure, yeah. You can, yeah, you can probably have yeah. a <laughs> You can pretend, but eventually, how long can you keep that up? The yeah. peach has got to take its apple clothes off to take a shower, you know? But uh, that's the thing is like somebody's always, people are always going to dislike you. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Even if you're at the top of your game, you're giving millions to charity, you're doing all these things, there's going to still people who think, well, she looks dumb. And, and yeah. there's nothing yeah. you can do about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even more so, so the more, um, like, popular and successful you yeah. get, the more it just opens, opens, opens that spectrum of people who are going to be hateful and whatever. So Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Which is why TV appearances are so uh, oh. stressful instead of fun. Yeah. Because the whole time you're just going, oh, all these people are going to look at me. 
and yeah. that's not gonna be mm. fun at yeah. all. Like, <laughs> I'm so glad that I did find that loophole though with like when the um, This Is Not Happening set came out where I was like, I feel proud of this, I'm happy with this, and I will never look at the comments. Yep. Yeah. And so in my mind, it's remained a very positive thing because like, I'm sure there, there are so many shitty things in those comments, but I'll never look. Good. Yep. I just get to go like, hey, I'm proud of that, and that's that. And like, I, you know, wash my hands <laughs> of that. <laughs> no reason to look. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's the thing. Your opinion should matter the most. Yeah. So like, there's no reason to look at other people's shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's how I felt about the Conan thing. I think I told you, like, I watched it once when it aired with yeah. people who loved me, and nev- I will never watch it again. It stresses <laughs> me out when people post it on Facebook and I see it playing on silent. Like, oh yeah, you're like, oh. please stop, <laughs> please stop. I can see me. Uh, yeah. A lady at radio this weekend uh, watched oh. it on silent in front of me uh, before interviewing me, and she was very sweet and very complimentary and laughed. But before any of that, she she turned it on and she goes. You're so much cuter in person. <laughs> and that I am never, it's... don't ever say that to yeah. anyone ever, ever, And ever. I looked I terrible. I mean, I had gotten no sleep. It was, you know, 5 a.m. in California. I had driven for an hour to get to this thing for six minutes of radio time. And, like, I was wearing glasses. My face wasn't clean. Like, I just looked awful. And then she's looking at me, like, in one of the proudest moments of my life with, like, makeup on. She's like, you look like you're in your 30s in this. You look like you have red hair. She's like, you just, you're so much cuter in person. And I was like... Why Fuck would you say yeah. that? Oh, that's not a compliment. It's just weird. Also, like, what, what's wrong with being in your 30s, first of all? That's weird to say yeah. that. Yeah. I'm almost in my 30s. When you're I, <laughs> but also, yeah, I don't, I just don't understand. What is the filtering process with when people say stuff? Like, yeah. you can't just think for a second, hmm, this is a shitty remark I'm about to make. I'm going to yeah. adjust. I, I don't understand. Or people are just not, are they not aware of it? Or are they aware of it? Yeah. And they're trying to be shitty. No, Sometimes I can't this lady tell. wasn't. She was very. So she sweet. just kind she of just kinda said oblivious. something oblivious. Yeah. So many, oblivious. I feel like so many of those are oblivious. I've had right. people come up to me after shows and go, "Oh, you're a lot prettier up close." <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> just so weird because they're like, "Did I look like a dragon from fifty feet away? Like why? Why would that make any?" <laughs> Difference. Yeah. I feel like I'm more likely to fuck you right now when you're <laughs> yeah. closer. So you you suddenly got more attractive yeah. now that you're more attainable. I yeah. guess it's just yeah. People think they're complimenting you. So sometimes I I get really uncomfortable where somebody compliments you by putting somebody else down. I always get I I feel so uncomfortable oh, with that know. shit. We're like after a show, oh. somebody comes up to you. You are my favorite of the night. I yeah. liked you better than all these other people. And the other people are standing right next to me. And it's like okay, you could have just said you liked my set or yeah, you thought yeah. you know whatever. But I, I, they generally are trying to compliment you, but you don't have to. You don't have to put other people down yeah. to do so. And I always get like really weird about thanks. I know. We're <laughs> just like, yes, yeah, not true. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the intention behind your words. Yeah, uh, right. please move along. Yeah. Like you don't know get what to here. say. It's so stupid. Yeah. I got so many weird comments this weekend. Like for example, after my last show this weekend, uh, some lady came up to uh, me in the feature, and uh, she was just like, "Well, you guys both talked about dating, so you should probably you should probably bang. You should probably do that." And I was like, <laughs> "In what world do you think I'm going to be like?" Oh my gosh, thank you. Why did I think of that? that? Yeah, and she's like, she's like, he's yeah. older, he can pay for your shit. I was like, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm headlining. Yeah. 
I got it. Um, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I have a whole bit about how I make more money than all the dudes I date. Like, I'm okay. Uh, but it was just like weird. It just made things weird. And then there was a guy on Twitter who, this just was funny to me because he responded to a post uh, that the host made about the show, like announcing it. And, uh, and he just goes, and this guy had been at the show, I guess. And I'm in the, I'm tagged in the tweet. The club's tagged in the tweet. The host is tagged in the tweet. And I just don't think he knows how to use Twitter. So I don't even think he realized, but he responded oh. to everybody. So it's like goes, a dad thing. To oh do. yeah. Full on dad. <laughs> and all, and he said was no disrespect to Taylor, but she should have been opening for you. And I was like, <laughs> That's the definition of disrespect to me. Uh, uh, yeah. That would have been rude and if I hadn't read it. And yeah. I was tagged in it. Hey, and no offense, club. Tom. You're ugly. Like, <laughs> that's how, that's exactly the, how that works. Right. Like, yeah. you can't just say no offense and then an insult and yeah. be like, oh, but it canceled it out. Yeah. yeah. I said no offense. It's like when girls say something really awful and then after they're like, oh my God, I'm so mean. Like, it makes it okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which oh. I'm ser- okay. I'm guilty of doing that sometimes, but like that shit oh, yeah. is so funny. Oh my like, god, I'm say- the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the worst, and that, yeah, yeah, that bitch is ugly. I was like, oh, I'm so mean. Like that doesn't That's make total- it okay. Oh yeah, like not to be mean, but like she's a trash fire. Like, oh, yeah. that kind of thing. Like oh. not to be rude. Like not to be a bitch, but, but I'm a bitch. Yeah, like, you yeah. are a bitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so stupid. Yeah, oh, I man. just. But it's again, it's a preference thing. Comedy is so subjective, and so you like yeah. can't let it bug you that much. But it, but when, when it's like coming at you, yeah, it's like, I mean, could have yeah. gone without really pretty direct. direct. Yeah, yeah, I have to go do two shows now. Um, yeah, well, that's fine. Ugh. When it's said to your face, I it's hate pretty direct. Everyone, yeah, I hate yeah. everyone except you guys. Me too, <laughs> and you. And, and the helpers, yes, yes. <laughs> and it's so and it's so hard already because I I want to respond to those sometimes and be like you know this is like a hard job right like sometimes you're just yeah. having a rough weekend I felt bad there was um there was somebody uh who works at the Des Moines Funny Bone who messaged me on Instagram and was like hey I was listening to the podcast and I'm sorry you had a rough weekend here like I would like I wish we could have done something to make it better for you like oh. the whole staff was talking about how great you were last week and I was like oh my god it had nothing to do with the club or anything it was yeah. just oh. like me being far away and in Des Moines yeah and I like broke up with my boyfriend the day before and it was like Valentine's Day and there were all these things and I was really burnt out I was like it had nothing to do with you guys but that was so nice of you to say that but I felt bad because again it's like it's like when you make self-deprecating jokes and people like take it personally to them where they're like well if you're sad about you oh you probably think I'm shitty and Mm. so I felt I felt bad like that I that had been miscommunicated if I ever say I had a tough weekend somewhere sometimes it's about the club but it usually isn't it's about people that were in the audience that were weird or said things weird or it's usually just me being in a weird headspace yeah, and being gone too much yeah traveling all the time and not like being home enough you know yeah it's yeah. kind of it's a tough it's a tough life what's all situation about yeah 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 but um should we get into some segments i know well we're are we in a segment I don't think, I don't so. think we are. We just I just feel like I got I had a stroke. I was like, where am I? <laughs> yeah, where am I? What did we do? Um, do we have, uh, oh, well, you did the you did quotable oh, did already. Quotable. So that's why that's I was like, was. we already got. Yeah, we did quotable. Yes, uh, I have so many things. I have a good shit that I want to shout out. Yeah, um, I live with uh, my my roommate Jeff. Works he helps house like homeless people. Yeah, which is very wonderful. And um, I donate all of my shit directly to Jeff because he directly gives it to the people who actually need it. Oh, that's and great. You, he he like tells me stories like after work he'll be like oh uh-huh. I gave you know your your shoes to this one person and they cried and they did this oh and my them God, and all this that's stuff. amazing and so I just think that's a cool thing. Um, 
if you're able to ever like, I don't know, just hear about where your stuff goes or where your money goes or all that kind of stuff, it's it just it's kind of nice to to know. Yeah. yeah. Because sometimes when you donate blindly or you drop things off somewhere, you don't exactly know where the money's going sometimes. Yeah. And you don't exactly know mm. where the products are going sometimes. So if you're able to kind of get involved with something where you can actually get some some feedback, I no, that was my my good I a, shit. I have a bag of clothes in my car. Uh, if you want yeah. to give those, I'll give it to Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly have clothes yeah. too. I actually have the diffuser for you, the oil oh, diffuser cool. and you. makeup. I have makeup for both. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! <gasps> yeah, um, but so I don't exciting. know if I talked about that before. That no. might be a repeat. But yeah, I've yeah. I've just been ha- like That's I a have really a cool thing. Yeah, I have like an endless goodwill donation box because you know I'm a yeah. minimalist crazy person. Yeah, and so I'm just always like I donate like a box a month to him, and he always tells me stories about like who got it and. Oh. What they used it for, whatever, and yeah. I just think it's so nice. That's so That's nice. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, he's you know he does a lot of a lot of good work. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I love that. Yeah, that's my good shit. It's my good shit. For yeah. Me. What, what about, about you, Kels? Um, I I've been treating myself so hard that it's actually <laughs> we've talked about this before. Where then it slips into the anxiety of looking at my credit card bill, like oh, like you need to cool it a little bit. That's <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Um, uh, Delaney and I went to dinner the other night, which was very yes. nice. We realized we hadn't done like an actual just sit down and have dinner for. Yeah. A long time. Long, long so that time. was nice. We went to the Cheesecake Factory mm-hmm. and we tried to get into uh, the Arclight with expired movie passes and they did <laughs> oh. not take them, which was yeah. very rude. They go, um, F you to Arclight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I um, I mentioned this maybe an episode or two ago that I was like, I need to re-feng shui everything and kind of like do a, a sweep through again. And um, I did. And it's really amazing like how that changes your energy and how you feel and um I've been kind of dragging my feet for the last couple months about like comedy goals and just I just kind of felt like I'm in this gray area and I finally like revamped my sticky notes on my goals poster and um like framed a bunch of photos that I've been meaning to like get framed um I went and bought a bunch of plants I'm stepping up my plant Ooh. game Ooh. I've kept one plant alive successfully for like six months I was like okay like <laughs> mama's ready for more so, like, I can I can practice keep, plant practice plant I can keep, keep them alive so um I went and did that and I just I I still would like to move to a better apartment but um for now I was like okay this definitely made it feel a lot better good um I got a massage I, it's just been mm. Endless a lot of treats, <laughs> a lot of treats. So, well, and you haven't been on a plane in a month, which you told me. Yes, oh, last that's week, and I hadn't the biggest that. one. I actually just like thirty seconds before we started recording, I found out I get to not be on a plane again for another like week, which is amazing because I was getting really, really stressed about it today. Um, it's funny, like the physical reaction my body had to um, realizing I needed to get on a plane, and it's like it was going to be a a flight to New York, which are five, six hour flights. Oh, yeah. And you always have to wake up yeah. at like four or five in the morning. And, um, I kind of like couldn't handle it to be honest. Mm-hmm. I've felt really good lately. And I feel like the last couple of times you two have seen me, you're like, wow, you look happier and you look mm-hmm. like well rested more. Yeah. yeah well rested, relaxed, like, yeah. relaxed. And I've really felt that way. And it's addicting. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, this is how I'm supposed to feel. I haven't felt like this in so long. Um, kind of that that big moment of like, wow, I've been on the road pretty much constantly for three years and just mm-hmm. realizing like I can't sustain that sort of no. lifestyle. And um, 
it's just scary. It's a weird time to f- try and figure out like how to make this all work. But um, the way I felt today, realizing I need to get on that plane, which now I don't have to, thank God. I know. Um, it's the best feeling. I like couldn't handle it. It's really weird. Yeah. I didn't realize how much I just was like making myself do all these things until I took a break. And uh, yeah, it's it's pretty shocking mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. to realize. I told, I told Kenya today, I was like, I can kind of like get used to this relaxing thing. I was like, why was I like trying to work all the time? He's like, you're a fucking freak. Like that's uh, weird. Like you yeah. should like relaxing more. And I've, I've really been liking it lately. Yeah. So. yeah. It's like you're on vacation at home. I'm like, who it's, knew I yeah. could do Incredible. that? I, know. I didn't know I could. I just thought I had to like be working all the time, but I mean, yeah. I will have to like keep money coming in, but yeah. I just, and there are times you do have to work all the totally, time. Totally, totally. It is, what it is. Right. But, but um, man, I really needed this break. It's so nice. Yeah. <sighs> so nice. I'm glad. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad so that glad. You enjoyed it. Thanks. Yeah, you can really see, like, I mean, it, it sounds like you were at the point that I was at, which was like, I, I physically cannot imagine getting on a plane right now. Like, yeah. That, that's the point I hit in February where I was like, oh, I've been just going, going, going for years and I yep. can't yes. keep doing it and I need a break and took like kind of a break and then I have one coming up in July, which I'm really excited. That's what I'm treating myself to in July is like two and a half weeks where I have a nothing break. booked yes. except Vegas with you guys. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, Magic uh, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I know somebody posted something in their Instagram story of Magic Mike Live this oh. weekend. I was like, oh my God. It will uh, change your life. Was, <laughs> that's what someone said in their Instagram. They were like, <laughs> I have oh. no doubt. They're like, this is <laughs> changing me. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, but it's crazy when you hit that wall and like delaney had kind of been telling us like you guys are gonna burn out yeah and but also being like very gentle about the fact that like they'll learn you know you You gotta go through it but you were so right and you actually so weird to be on the phone with you this weekend because it sounded like you were in burnout yes and just like so exhausted and like so full of anxiety and it was weird for me to be on the other side and kind of feel like the delaney in it and just be like oh my god i totally know how she feels but i don't feel like that right now and i'm so glad i don't because like i remember that and i started to get that way again today and i was like i can't do this i, can't, I can't hate i hate it now yeah now that yeah. i've not had it for like a month that feeling i'm like no way yeah, you can't <laughs> yeah. Go back. i can't go back you can't now that back. i know how much better it feels to just be a fucking person and yeah, yeah. Kane and I are so much better because like we'd gotten really distant and I was like keeping him kind of like emotionally far away and I just kind of like let things go back to normal and Mm. it's so nice everything just feels the way it's supposed to feel good yeah yeah Yeah. and that's I don't even I try not to book um two nights in a row of anything now wow I try to just do every other night like if I have to do a bunch of stuff in the week you know I will like I've made some really clear boundaries for myself. Good for you. Because like once yeah. you once you have downtime and you know what it's like to be able to like take care of yourself and cook a healthy meal and relax and like go to just to do anything that you don't normally do. Like yeah. you just don't ever want to give that up. Yeah. And you have yeah. to schedule and you have to schedule downtime. You have to schedule it. That's yeah. the most stressful part. Yeah. Schedule it like it's part of your job. Yeah. yeah. Where, I think I had yeah. so much shame around the idea of relaxing and like the, I guess the whole workaholic thing that we right. felt like if you're taking a break that you're kind of being a shitty, lazy person. Right. Yeah. And I don't know, somewhere in this last month, I just really let that go. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck what this looks like. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need it and I feel amazing. So I'm going to lie here with my cats yeah. and just surf the web on the laptop for an yeah. hour <laughs> and like eat 
like some non-refined sugar chocolate bar. My oh my god, fudge that freezer fudge is so, so good. good. It, I don't know how it has no sugar in it. Yeah, it's literal. It for if you guys didn't listen to our nutrition episode with Alex Catalano, this is not an ad. We've we never love her. Referenced of an episode more no. than that yeah. one. We yeah. never have. It's good. It like. Of all the things that she sent me, and she sent me a lot of things, and I still have to get the peppermint roller. There's a lot of things on there that I still need to order. Yeah. But she sent me this, like, freezer fudge re- recipe that's, like, only, like, coconut oil and nut butter and rock cacao. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, like, collagen protein powder. Oh, yeah. And protein powder. That right. in. Yeah. And that's it. And it's, like, I I don't. I don't know. It's like witchcraft. I made it's, it this past. Di- what'd you, what'd think? you think? It wasn't my favorite. <laughs> I'll be honest. I knew it. I knew I it. I get it. Like it does something, okay. but but like it, the, the move the needle. The texture. But I was like, there's an aftertaste that I'm like, it just doesn't taste like chocolate to me, or it doesn't taste sweet enough. So what I did, what I'm gonna do next time is I'm gonna add like banana and something else oh, to it yeah. because banana sweetens everything. But what I did with it, uh, the the rock cacao powder stuff yeah. that ended up being my new favorite treat is i made like a mint chocolate chip uh smoothie so i have like um yeah so i just did like uh mint leaves the raw cacao stuff uh coconut milk and the collagen powder that you know and it tastes like mint chocolate chip i love that like like a milkshake and i was like i can do that i can put this stuff in a smoothie but i don't know about the chocolate bars for myself and i think it's because i'm really used to like real chocolate every night that it just didn't do it for me if you did the same actual detox that we did yeah maybe it it becomes better tasting because your palate actually is telling you like oh this is sweet I'm telling you, if you, if you pour it over frozen berries, yeah, it's so fucking good. Put, it's basically like chocolate covered fruit. I put yeah. strawberries in it. <laughs> and you yeah. still didn't like it? I liked it okay, but I, I'm not going to make it that way again. I'm going to have to kind of, uh, I'm going to have to add my own stuff yeah. in it to make it for, my, yeah. for me. Because I was like, I'm just like a yeah. hot dog in it. It's a bagel on top. It's great. Yeah. But, um, I just oh, dunk my bagels uh, in it. Yeah. I forgot to talk about, and this is not Alex's fault. She feels terrible about it, but I had oh. a very, oh, yeah. um, I had a really bad allergic reaction to the maca powder um, that she recommended for energy and like all these really good things. And it does work for a lot of people. Um, but I broke out into hives and I had some trouble breathing. Oh, God. And then I, I made a smoothie in it. I put put it in a smoothie for Cam, and he ended up throwing up. So oh, you know, no. just wow. uh, yeah. But again, it's like you're finding out what, what's working for you personally, what's working for your body. She's never had a negative reaction to it. A lot of people haven't. But yeah, um, you know, just like when you're trying new supplements, really just take a very small amount in the beginning. Don't like try to go overboard yeah. with like th- three smoothies a day of this shit <laughs> um, yeah. because it might <laughs> turn out. Uh, yeah, you know, hives all over your. Wow. Wow. So, um, but yeah, no, she felt so bad. I was like, oh, dude, it's not your fault. Like, I'm trying, you know, I'm testing yeah. things. I want to get to a healthier place, and I know yeah. stuff like this yeah. happens, you know. But yeah, oh, man, uh, yeah. Between <laughs> taking B12 and the freezer fudge, and there's so many other things I should right. and could be doing. Those are like the two things that I got from Alex that I'm like, this kind of changed my whole yeah. life. A oh bit. yeah, yeah. The oh, chia yeah. seed pudding is something that I, I love that I got from her. I, yeah, that is something I could stick with. I really awesome. fucked up the chia seed pudding, you guys. Did I not tell you about this? I put like way too much milk in it, and then <laughs> I was like, okay, well I gotta add more chia seeds. So then I added more chia seeds, and it just became like this. Over, <laughs> there was too much of it, and I was like, this is ridiculous. Oh like, my god. And I it tastes kind of weird. I thought the cheesy pudding. I it don't, depends what you're putting in it. 
Just chia seeds and almond milk. Okay, well, you add some like banana and cinnamon or something and in leave there? it at night, overnight. Oh, okay. And it, ju- it just, it <laughs> soaks up, it, this is oh, what you said, okay. it just soaks up all the flavor that's in there. Oh, okay. I was it just doing chia seeds and I was like, this just tastes no, like gross, somebody's boogers. No, yeah, yeah bird seed. That. You gotta yeah. add some good shit. I do banana and cinnamon, leave it overnight, and it tastes like a do banana you mash it in? Pudding. Like, what I do just you put do? it on top. Oh, okay. Let it soak. I mean, you could probably mix it a little bit you and mash it. You need to have it. your own <laughs> Delaney's attempt at healthy eating cooking show. Just throw oh, some bananas Delaney's on Delaney's trash fire kitchen. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, I didn't love the freezer fudge. So what I did is I put I put real chocolate. <laughs> yeah. And that helped. That really sweetened it up. <laughs> you know, you'd be shocked. Oh, it's yeah. a work in progress, you guys. Yeah, yeah, I love her. Those morning smoothies have been like my life game changer yeah or whatever. i want to try I've that no. you can to go to, to her eat, eatcute.com i think is her website and she's got all those recipes yeah. for the public to it's look amazing. at so like check them out i'm gonna i'm gonna try each one of them and, and kind of try to like make it my own to fit my taste yeah. buds but yeah, uh, yeah man that sunset is gorgeous grill patio sunset hard to get better than that unless you're browsing carvana's inventory while you soak it all in oh burger time so sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Good. I got a rash, by the way. I've had a rash oh, for no. like 24 hours. Can you guys see that? Those the weird bumps. bumps. Oh. I have just like these weird itchy bumps that are like on the inside of my forearms. I don't know why. Oh, but it's weirding me weird. out. If anybody knows about these uh, this stuff, <laughs> uh, please I mean, self help us podcast at gmail.com. So many things. Oh, I know. Could be dermatitis if you rubbed against something. Could be something you ate. Really could be stress. Me. Could be heat. Yeah. Could anyway, be any of those sorry. things. This is a not easy thing to talk about on podcast, and we can see. What I the know. Fuck we'll put it in like. the show. Yeah. We'll post it on uh, Instagram. Yes. Uh, follow us on Instagram uh, <laughs> and on Facebook and all that stuff. Yeah. Also, oh, join, Patreon. Yes. If you haven't gotten on Patreon yet, um, we're not doing a Patreon episode today, are we? We're it not. Came yeah. out yesterday. It came out yesterday. yesterday. Yes. Which okay. When this comes out, will be a week oh. ago. But right. right, we put two up a month. I look forward to recording the Patreon episodes more than these episodes, really? just because a little bit oh. because. They're less structured. Yeah, it's yeah. more uncensored. The three of us get to see each other so infrequently that you know there are things that I want to talk to you guys about right now that we cannot discuss on this podcast. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's a good because point. everyone has access to it. Right. Uh, but the <laughs> right. Patreon, uh, there is, there are no rules there. Um, yeah. So it's lawless. It's it great. Is, wild west. It yeah. is the wild west. <laughs> and the rewards that we're adding, uh, we just did a feng shui with Kelsey. Um, Kelsey West is our first winner for that reward so funny and she is in the process of moving so when she gets settled uh kelsey and kelsey are going to work one-on-one uh to feng 
Shui, one of her rooms, and then um, the the winner of Tangents with Taylor, as I that like to call it. came up with that. How's that? That's uh, fun. Is, uh, yeah, you send in a question for Taylor to answer, and she uh, goes into her wonderful uh, rants about why she loves or hates something or all that good stuff. Um, yeah. And we're going to have, yeah, you know, signed merchandise. A lot of you guys have been asking for autographed T-shirts, mugs, all that kind of stuff. We're going to be putting that on there. So you're going to get access to a lot of good stuff for five bucks a month via Patreon. Yeah. We're just going to put all the all of the shit on there. And we're each all going to, you know, develop individual rewards like, yeah. you know, the personalized video or the yeah. feng shui. And then we're all going to compare how many people were interested in each individual thing and turn it into a competition that will <laughs> eventually tear us apart. So yes. contribute to that. Our eventual oh, demise. Yeah. Oh, and Patreon uh, subscribers, please let us know what kind of rewards that you would want. Uh, and you yeah, can help email us, us out. Let yeah, us selfhelplesspodcast at gmail.com because we do want, we want them to be fun for you guys. We want, you know, you to yeah. get your money's worth. So let yeah. us know. Five yeah. bucks a month. That's yeah, it. Yeah. And the numbers go up every day. We're super excited about oh my, it. So it's awesome. Yeah, the Patreon's all about you guys. It yeah. really is. That's yeah. I mean, not that this isn't, but uh, you know, it's the, very the Patre- personalized. It's guys. very personalized. And so anything that you want or would want to see, um, we're super open to. Right. Yes. So. Absolutely. All right, let's get into the let's get in it. Oh, before I just wanted to do a really awesome shout out. So uh just a quick shout out to Katie's mother in law, oh, yeah. Malvina. Oh, yeah. Okay. I hope I'm not butchering her name. Malvina, Malvina. Um she i just want to send you some good positive vibes um i hope you're having a wonderful day uh it sounds like you have a wonderful daughter-in-law uh, who's taking good care of you i love that you two listen to the podcast together on long car rides and um yeah thank you for being Aww. such great listeners i just uh yeah katie kind of uh, wrote in about it and uh, i thought i'd give her a little shout out that's so nice i have a little shout out to give to on social media um and by the way we still are doing like the once a month on patreon where we do like a review of the month from itunes yes we send a shirt so every episode every episode i'm sorry Mm -hmm. um so another reason to subscribe to the patreon but this was a comment left on my uh one of my instagram photos and i just it was really sweet and i wanted to read it it's from a leader of the new school 909 uh says huge fan of you and the girls love your podcast you are definitely getting me more in touch with understanding my wife which has been more than helpful in my marriage you let me see things from the female side before i actually run into them so for that i thank you delaney and taylor i hope you guys do a live podcast out here in la soon i would love to come see you guys live so So nice so helpless saving marriages (laughs) that's really sweet that's really sweet that makes me happy to hear that because i know there's times where we're like oh is this like relatable for dudes too and i mean i feel like we've got so many male listeners yeah way more than we expected which is awesome so really cool i love hearing that yeah it's also just cool that people come to shows like every time somebody comes to a show they're like and i heard you on the podcast plugging your dates and i'm like oh my gosh that works yeah (laughs) we just started doing that it's like we should probably do this and now people are actually coming and it's so so cool cool. well you forget because like yeah we're just talking to ourselves in this room and then you know are those the notes you took oh i took so many notes you guys i know we're not gonna have the time to get through all of them but can I just say... I'm going to let you take the yeah, reins. You take, you take, <laughs> you take the, the reins on this one. Um, I loved this book so much. I had never even questioned my own thoughts about money and like why I had them or where yes. they came from. And I thought that was just a very interesting thing to assess about yourself. Yeah. And this is just this should just be a must read for anybody because money affects all of us and it's a yeah. part of our daily lives. 100%. Um, but, and yeah. we talked about where what I figured out in therapy about where my views of money come from yes. on the Patreon episode. Yes. So, yes. Uh, yeah, not to like keep be- beating a dead horse, but 
I don't want to get back into that fully here because we already talked about sure. it. But like, also, it was pretty personal. Very, yeah, very personal. Yeah, but I do. Um, I think it, it was very helpful to talk about that. So yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So like, yeah, like my my you know experience with you know money and like what I grew up around is like money is hard to get. You, it you don't really like your work. You just pick something. And you get paid for that. And then you do fun stuff in your free time, right? Yeah. And even if I was being told something different, like, oh, honey, you can do whatever you want. I was seeing the complete opposite wow. with my family, my my whatever, parents, maybe friends I'm growing up around, all that stuff. Um, so I didn't even know that something like that could affect what you, how you feel about yeah, it. Yeah, the subconscious yeah, beliefs. So um, I've totally seen this. Um, it's uh, The biggest thing I took away from this is that... Um, it's the things that are kind of right under your nose that could be your biggest money-making opportunities, things that people keep telling you or that you kind of dismiss, like, oh, I can't do that. That would just be fun, and money can't be making money can't be fun, right? Yeah. Like, like people always told me, hey, Dick Spidelini, this could be, like, a real thing. You should really, like, focus on Dick Spidelini. <laughs> like, it's my hobby. Yeah. I do it in the evenings. I draw a dick, and I send it off in the mail. Please. <laughs> like, always dismissing it, always dismissing it, right? It's like, well, this has been around for three years and I've made consistent money off of this and I've never taken it seriously and I like it. I enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, why can't, why can't I do that full time and, and be happy? And yeah. yeah, it's a silly thing, but it also is a, it's a financial thing. Yeah. Um, so it just kind of made me realize like, oh shit, it's the stuff that just kind of people have kind of nudged you in that direction or if they've given you feedback and you haven't really taken it seriously. So anybody listening out there, if there's like a hobby you have, if you make crafts, if you give advice about certain things yeah. and you, things keep happening or it, you know the same stuff comes at you, really like uh, analyze that a little bit and, yeah. and think about how you can kind of turn your hobby into something else. Um, always, people always call me for call, email, text advice for um, any kind of like creative consulting feedback, whether it's a script, a bit, a one man show, uh, somebody trying to get into stand up, all that kind of stuff. And I, I like giving the help and the advice and I like reading people's stuff and giving notes back. And uh, I've just been doing that automatically for the past few years. And somebody recently was like, hey, you should maybe think about like being a creative consultant. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, wow. I guess. I guess I've been doing it for free this whole time. I have the experience. I just, yeah. you, you, that you think that certain things, um, if something comes naturally or you enjoy it, that it either comes naturally to everybody or everybody knows this stuff. Yes. Yeah. You kind of dismiss your own abilities or, you know, yeah. whatever. Expertise, yeah. Um, so all that, all, just all the stuff. I mean, that's like the big takeaways. I mean, I have a lot of details about it, but, um, those are, those are some of the the big ones that I have like, yeah, I'm going to try to make money in the ways that I already like things that I like doing. Yeah. Yeah. This was such a perfect book for where you're at specifically. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. It's That's like, why I feel like it spoke to me so much. Can I share yeah. what you said at dinner that like yeah. blew my mind? Yes. So you said that reading this book has helped you focus so much yes. to the point that she was turning down food from people. Yeah. Someone handed what? her... <laughs> I almost spit my food out. Someone <laughs> handed her a cookie and she gave it to another person. Yeah. Wait, where? At work. Wait, because you're so focused on money? No, I think I just, the this book just 
I subconsciously, I've just been focused on other shit, whether it's like launching my business or just taking care of myself. Her voice, like oh. listening to this book became like so hypnotic that I, yeah, like I've been eating healthier without even it feeling oh, like work wow. and stuff. It's been really weird. I feel like I've been hypnotized by Jen Sincero. Um, yeah. If yeah. I watched that happen in person, <laughs> if I watched you get handed a cookie and then give it away, I'd be like, we need to take her to the hospital. Yeah. Like, who is this alien? Something's very wrong. Yeah. Something crawled inside Delaney's ear. <laughs> I know. I told Kim, he was like, wow. <laughs> so proud of you. I, I know. Love My favorite thing yeah. is that you are telling people in your life, like, so someone <laughs> handed me a cookie and I... <laughs> I just gave it away. Yeah. And everybody's yeah. like, ah, the crowd goes wild. Yeah. That's so funny. But no, oh my God, I just love, I don't know. This is eat less bagels all over it, again. It really oh is. my and God, yeah, yeah. I eat way less bagels now, so that's still. What, what are you doing? What's your a, bagel count Still a large amount of bagels. I will enjoy about a bagel every two weeks. Whoa. And I was, that's pretty good. It used to be more than one a day, right? Dude, I it was only crushing took one to two bagels a day. Morning in, in, and night. It only took a year. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I'm doing this podcast. Yeah. Now it's like, hey, a bagel every other couple, you know, every couple weeks and once a month. Oh, yeah. That's like 27 less bagels. Yeah. It's been, <laughs> that's actually, a lot. This podcast has just changed my life. Um, the uh, bagel yeah. industry is very uh, disappointed in yeah. you. Yeah. They were loving your business. Oh, man. So, I liked, uh, she said yeah. something in the beginning about time wasted rationalizing the mediocre could be time spent creating the magnificent. And the Ooh. time on earth to be you is very brief. And that really hit me hard up top where I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, there's I felt like that when I was kind of slowly like, do, getting into comedy full time where there were a lot of people going like you could do this, like just take the time. And I'm like, ah, you're stupid. I, right. I can't do that. I need to be a teacher and yeah. be married and hate my life, you know, like that kind <laughs> yeah. of stuff. And so all of that resonated with me. Not so much like currently, but um, yeah, I. I <sighs> We spend so much time rationalizing the mediocre because it's mm -hmm. easier. Yeah. It's very scary to jump into the unknown. And uh, especially because everybody calls you crazy. A lot of people, like, that's fucking insane. Right. You know, some, then it's, sometimes it's the people closest to you who say that stuff. So you have to, for me, it's like I really, like, try to surround myself with positive people who are kicking ass. And you just come if you meet any of my friends you know that about me mm -hmm. like all the people i like you know choose to be around are just killing it yeah and they don't care about what other people think they're pursuing their dreams and um they're very independent um but yeah it's like it's a scary thing to jump into and i think she helps with that kind of changing your mindset about that um and just kind of pushing through kind of comes back to that like that quote that you guys don't like about the whole success failure thing where it's like the roads to success and the road to failure kind of look similar oh yeah for me it's like you can fail and be like oh i failed i'm gonna i'm done now or you can fail and be like okay how can i make this a stepping stone to how i succeed at this thing to me it's like right. oh okay. it could be like yeah. the building block or it can deter you from ever doing it again yeah um but I let, yeah, the, the, when she's talked about if you put the same amount of time into freaking out about money that you did into actually making money, everybody mm. would be fine. Oh, yeah. Or the, where she talks about her really low point of like uh, counting coupons and like walking in flip flops to somewhere because she didn't want to valet her, 
car and like yeah. all right. that stuff. You, you could have a you could have another job in all that time that you yeah. that you're oh, yeah. you know counting the cents. Right. Um, that was the thing too. She said we refuse to give ourselves permission to be rich. Because yeah. we think it's going to turn us into like a bad person or something. Yeah. There's all these like messed up ideas we have because of society or yeah. upbringing or whatever. And she was like, you can have money and still appreciate your life and your family and your, your hobbies and stuff. Like you'll probably right. have more time for all of that. Yes. Yeah. Because money doesn't make you happy. It gives you options is what she said. And I was like, that's so true. Yes. Yeah. And options talking, are great. Oh yeah. I liked her talking about like the history of money and that, it, you know, it used to just be bartering and whatever. And then I got to a point where they had to actually make something like currency where right. we assigned a value to it, but that it's just money. It does money itself doesn't have like an emotional part of it. It's just a physical object that we use to like buy goods and right. services. Right. And it's so interesting to go back to like just square one of money and how we've all attached so much emotion and so many beliefs to money through our upbringing, through society. Um, and I wondered, did you, so when she's talking about like that you have to be able to visualize what you want or how you see yourself living in order to be doing that, I have a really hard time picturing what I want in like a financial sense. I feel like we're all pretty good career wise at being like, this is how I see my career, what I want. But when it comes to like actually picturing myself living in a nice house or whatever, I have a really hard time actually believing that I could own a nice house someday. Really? Yeah. Which is like, that doesn't match with my career goals because if my career goals are achieved, I would be making that kind of money. Right. Right. But for some reason, I, I, well, I know the reason because I've never had a lot of money and my family's never had a lot of I didn't ever live in like these nice big houses or something that, you know, I go to these like pool parties of people who are doing very well in like right. comedy or entertainment. And I'm just like, how did they get it? Right. Like how, yeah. how do you do it? So do you guys feel like you have a pretty easy time visualizing what you want in like 20 years, 10 years, how you see yourself living I have like little glimpses of stuff. I I don't ever, I've never like sat down and like gone into like a day in the life of me from 10 years from now or anything, yeah. but I'll get like a glimpse of like, oh, wouldn't it be great to have that kind of house or that kind of backyard or yeah. live in this area, be able to buy a home in this area. But I haven't gone into too much detail about it. Mm. I kind of start off with something like I know is attainable, which maybe that's not good. Yeah. Maybe that you should be kind of shooting for the stars. But for me, it's like, I know what area I want to live in. Therefore I'm going to move to that area. And that's what I can do now. Right. You know, before yeah. I was going to settle for an area I didn't want to live in. And I right. told Cam, I was like, my happiness level, like, really depends on me living in this area where I feel happy waking up there, walking around. Everything's easy to get to. Like, yeah. I know that I can achieve that. And that's like, that's a dream that I'm going to make a reality. Yeah. That I could have waited another five years to do. Right. You know, but I haven't ever, like, gotten into great detail. Yeah. So I, I feel like that will help. I don't know. That was all pretty secrety to me. Like there was the law of attraction. I yes. felt like a good portion of this book was her going, "Imagine the money, you yeah. have it." You know, and I was <laughs> like, and every time she went back, because it was like it felt like fifty percent of the book. It felt like the book could have been mm. half as long and been mm. just as effective without dipping back into all the like. Now really visualize it. Now really think about it. Now imagine how great it's going to be when you have and it's like I thought some of it was interesting like sure. walking around neighborhoods you want or like yeah. going to open houses you'd be interested in or like her wanting to find a place right by the beach and then she did and I was like yeah but it was garage and like <laughs> you know all this visualization <laughs> stuff and I think I think it it just helps you focus and work towards it. I don't think yes. it actually 
makes anything happen. Sure. But, but if it's changing your mindset to positivity versus negativity, yeah, you might like get shui. there. Yeah, you might get there faster. Right. You yeah. might if you're if you're spending so much time feeling shitty and negative, you're not gonna feel energized to like do anything about it, I think. That's true. You know? But for me, like I really tried to put this into practice for like two days in a row where I like shut down any negative thought that I was having. I wow. was not wow. even getting mad at people who were cutting me off in the car. <gasps> I was just like saying affirmations out loud, all that stuff. And I felt so good for those couple days and just like so energized. And I just loved everything about my day. Wow. And it was that simple. It's just like changing that one thing instead of like, fuck you, asshole. I was like, no, you know what? I am so grateful (laughs) that I have a car and that I am, you know, I did not get in an accident. I'm so grateful I did not actually hit that person. Like, yeah, I just had to like change it real quick. And I kept, I was catching myself. Um, But yeah, I wasn't spending any, I wasn't spending the next five minutes telling that guy to go fuck himself. I spent about 10 seconds course correcting and then went about my day thinking about all kinds of other good stuff. I thought that was a great exercise. The one where she was talking about, um, she mentioned writing down things you're grateful for, but she also said, uh, take a moment to write down things that stress you out and make you anxious and scared or hurt you. And then write why you're grateful for them. And I was Mm. like, Oh, that's (laughs) probably way more helpful. Cause even writing gratitude lists is like, been pretty good for me yeah yeah um, but i've never thought to write down all the stuff that upsets me and go like this was good because right <laughs> and like really f- reframe it yeah take that power back yeah i mean here's the thing the whole law of attraction it can get real fucking hocus pocus quick right yeah. mm-hmm. but these people who are in these positions of success and happiness a lot of them say the same shit and eventually you have to be like, okay, there is something to this, right? That's what, yeah. As ridiculous as this might sound that I am in my car saying out loud, I love money. Money flows to me easily. Yeah. I feel like a fucking idiot. Yeah. But then there, the next day, a couple things show up that I yeah. wasn't expecting. And I'm like, oh, that's so weird. Yeah. Or yeah. like, uh, well, I, told, well, I, met, I uh, was telling Kelsey um, that because somebody said the whole creative consultant thing, something I had thought of very loosely in the past, right? And then the next day I get a text from my cousin who's like, hey, do you mind helping um, uh, my son with uh, his stand up comedy? He wants to do it in the in his talent show. Right. Just like a little something like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm going to I'm going to coach this kid. This is yeah. fun. And then the next day I get an email. Hey, do you mind like reading my script? And and stuff like this hasn't happened for a little while. And I had to like mm. say no to people because I didn't have the time and stuff. And stuff like that started showing up again. Weird. Or maybe I was just really ultra aware of it. Like, oh, you right, know, that could be another thoughts- thing cut down on your resistance right i right. agree with that i think that's great because yeah. if you're in that headspace you're not looking for excuses as to why it can't work out that's true i yeah. don't know so i guess i don't know yeah and like, you're talking about wedding and officiating too oh, that people, that would be like such a good wouldn't she like be the oh, best yeah i mean she's already done it but i was it's just like very if that nice. was a serious thing that you were doing sure. a lot like you would be so good. It's well, it's funny because I've so I've officiated three weddings and I'm set to officiate like two or three more in the near future. Wow. Um, and it's fun. I, I never would have volunteered something yeah. like that, but I've been put in this position where I've been marrying friends and family for the last couple of years. It's a lot of fun. I have no idea what it would be like, you know, officiating a wedding for somebody I didn't know. Right. Are they paying you? P- yeah. Huh? Are they paying you? No, I mean, I'm oh, doing it for but free. She but she could. Like, but if it was yeah. people she didn't know, I mean, but right. after every wedding that i've done it's been like hey have you like thought about this is like a you know 
yeah. doing this. And I'm like, no, I'm just doing it for my, you know, my friends or my family. Like, this is just like a fun thing. And, you yeah. know, I'm a comedian or whatever. Uh, and then again, the same day asked for two more weddings. This is this is wow. the, whole, the week that I'm reading the book. Wow. Dude. And wow. I like that's really weird. Like these things just started popping up uh, as I was reading this book. And again, maybe I'm just ultra aware of it. No, and that's why yeah. I'm reacting to it differently. Um, and maybe if I wasn't reading it, I would just think of nothing of it. But um, yeah, it's just like just, uh, my mind kind of opened up with like I could have several streams, you know, different streams of like revenue yeah. that I wasn't taking seriously before, but that people make a living off of yeah. so why can't i make a living off of that yeah yeah you know i think you're so uh. right that like there's something to be said about these people who are saying the same thing over and over and all these self-help books like right just visualize it and believe it and you can have it right and yet i mean i guess that's part of this podcast is that we're all kind of cynical people right and yeah. in a way it's like you feel cringy doing it or you're just afraid to change your life like you're more comfortable in your, you know, X amount of income every year, even if it's not as much as you could be making, because you're just like, well, this is what I know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I'm like, I am sick of feeling that way. Like, I do want to just kind of like leap and then that will appear, hopefully, thing. Yeah. Where yeah. Just, I should just really stop being so cynical about money. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I just like, I, and she kind of goes into stuff that we've said before. It's like, well, okay, we're, what is there to lose? Like life is risky. Yeah. yeah. You know, we could go outside and get hit by a bus. So why not take the leap and start your own business? Oh, the worst that can happen, you go and get another job. After? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Why not? Yeah. Exactly. Why not? Um, I love well the example of how like, you know, the mind is very powerful. She has that example of the guy um, that lost a limb and he was still having pain. The whole phantom limb. Oh, situation. yeah. Yeah. Hat was having really bad pain. And do you guys remember the details of this? Um, they somebody made him a special mirror or something where he, it looked like his leg was there and his pain went oh, away yeah. from looking That's in the mirror crazy. every day instead of seeing that he that his leg was no longer there That's there was a so special mirror where he was looking in and he it looked like his leg was there and his Whoa. pain disappeared it's all mental it's all yeah. mental yeah. just like that was like wow yeah. what the fuck you know so yeah. can you imagine the mind is really powerful who knows if visualizing something does either get you towards it faster or maybe it, it, you're drawing some some kind of energy towards you. But like, yeah, we are all energy. We yeah. are all energy, yeah, right? That's true. Like, she said, um, what I really loved, I wrote this down too and underlined it. She said, overwhelm is what happens when we forget we're in control of our own life. Mm. Oh, boy. And as someone who is overwhelmed all the time uh, <laughs> that's what it is it's it's a fear of losing control and it's it's living in a, an energy of lack rather like yeah. just lack of control and it's like you actually have control over quite a bit and there are some things you don't have control over but why not just focus on the things you can control right and i've never really you know it's funny but part of this book like it was good for me to refocus and stuff but i grew up with parents who were super driven and super open about money and like making mm. it and yeah. like always felt like I'm going to make as much money as I want and like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so I felt like I was a little more comfortable with this stuff in here where she was like, say like you love money. Cause it's always been there for you. And I was like, well, yeah, you know, if I want to make more money, I'll just like decide wow. to make more money. That's, That's interesting to hear yeah, like wow. your background because you've been very financially successful at a very young age. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, you've had an example of that. You can do that. Right. right. You know what I mean? Cause my parents are realtors. So they're like, they've told me always growing up, they were like, you know, most of, being successful is showing up 
And I've applied that to comedy a lot of the time. And that's like how I've gotten booked a lot of times where you just show up to, you know, you like show yeah. up to things that don't pay or are terrible. Yeah. And then yeah. that gives way to something else. Um, but with the money stuff, it's, it's that way too, where, you know, yeah, you should, they were always like, yeah, like save money. But my parents, I feel like have always been more of the mindset of like, no, we're going to spend money to, you know, we're going to buy a new car. Cause it's going to, when we drive up in this car, people are mm, going to say these money. people are successful yes. and they're, we're going to write it off. Uh, when people get in our cars to take them to open houses, they're going to be like, this is, you know, they just see it as smart. I'm going to spend this money to make more money. Yeah. And they're both very confident about like, even when like, you know, the market dips or whatever, like they're just like, yeah. you know, it'll pick up. It always does. And we're great at what we do. So wow. they're like very confident. And so I've kind of always felt that way. Um, I don't think of it in terms of like, I'm going to make so much money. I'd like to be more like that. I'd like to be more like Kevin Hart about it. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I'm like, I have always been kind of like, you know what? I'll, I'll always make enough money because I, I'm not worried about not finding another job or like making it happen. Yeah. You know? Wow. Yeah. No, that's so, so weird. Interesting. I'm just now realizing too that all of my best friends growing up all came from very well off parents and families. Mm -hmm. Like they had, I was like the poor friend, you know what I mean? Oh. And not like dramatically poor, but like they had two parent income households and both of those parents had well-paying jobs and all of those friends now have very well-paying jobs. Mm, so I think it's just like money begets money. And if like, that's your mindset, it's just, I like, I, I want to break that cycle. I right. don't want to just like keep myself at what I've only ever seen in my family Right. I want to, yeah, get above that. Right. Really and I hard. mean, I had a weird situation because like the first 10 years of my life, my dad was a teacher. My mom was a stay at home mom and we were really poor, but I didn't realize it because I was so young. Right. And I probably would have realized it once I got older, but that also gave me a sense of security, which where I was like, look, I've been poor and it, I was fine. Like we've all, we, yeah. we got by, like it's possible. So yeah. that gave me a sense of security. And also I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, like my dad changed his career at like when he was like 34 and got remarried and yeah. really he changed his mindset about money because he used right. to feel he used to feel like money was bad and like mm. if you had too much of it you were a bad person and like you know all the religious stuff and you should be tithing and like giving most of your money away and my stepmom really made him feel like it's okay to work really hard and make money like wow there's nothing awesome. wrong with that yeah yeah that's really cool dude that's great i, I mean i like the one she kind of says like your your desires come from somewhere like whether it's like that source energy like your yeah. desires come from somewhere it's okay to have them yeah mm -hmm. we wouldn't have if we didn't or we weren't supposed to have them we wouldn't have them right yeah. so it's okay to want things and want to kind of better your situation <laughs> right um we should but, um wrap up yes okay. but like yeah can money? i talk about one thing i hated <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm sorry. It's just the one thing. Yeah. Um, first off, the goat story. Do you guys remember the oh, goat yeah. story? Yeah. Where she's like, the goats got in the house and they fucked shit up. But like, oh. then she turned it into a story about how you should approach money the way the goats approached fucking up this house yeah <laughs> she's like the goats didn't take no for an answer they got what they wanted i was like this how long did this book need to be for you to feel okay about it because this is the dumbest thing i've ever i've ever <laughs> right heard. that story was not a good it's representation yeah that's of, what she said she's like yeah. be like these stupid goats right i'm like th these are goats <laughs> and no one wants to be about? like those goats <laughs> yeah idiots and destructive and like ruining a house yeah right but she's like don't take no for the an for an answer just like these goats and i was like there could have been so many better yeah, examples I, of yeah. persistence it. it's, but it's, that was I, my biggest issue with it i'm sorry you, yeah it's i had to address really it. bothered 
interview. It's, <laughs> I think it's very funny. I liked uh, her story about uh, the Miller, the Miller, Miller Light or Miller Beer Company. How um, when uh, when during the prohibition, when you couldn't sell beer anywhere, yeah. they didn't just like okay, wrap up your bags. We're no longer a beer company. They moved with the change. Like they started oh, yeah. making malted beverages and all this stuff. And then again, you know, down the road when they can sell beer again, they were back as being a beer company. But I like the fact that you right. can just because you hit a roadblock doesn't mean you have to quit and that's it right. like there's always kind of something that you can do uh, i liked her tip for creating a buddy system for a new habit yeah and, and like this oh, made yeah. me think of my dad every time my dad brushes his teeth he does calf raises i don't know oh, <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah i know yeah. people do that yeah. yeah so it's like you're working out every time you brush your teeth and it just becomes a habit and yeah. this thing you don't think about it but I, I i really like um that as well yeah um did you have something else i have a few more Lists. No, we just he our guest is going to oh, be here. here, and okay. so like we need to just um, I think plug our dates and wrap up so okay, we can get ready for the next good. one. I had so many. I'm going to go over it next time because this book was so good. Maybe we can add more into a, um, a Patreon. Okay, yeah, because there was oh yeah, yeah and I the, the whole fragmented focus that I have she talks about which now okay I'm oh, just yeah. I'm going to focus on Dick's by Delaney. I know these other things are kind of popping up in my head, but like yeah, I need to. She talks about half uh, you know half assing a bunch of things versus whole assing one thing, which is yeah. I've always struggled with that, and I know a lot of our listeners have said that they're like me in that sense so you need to read this book because it will yeah. help you focus I on do one really thing recommend and it. just go hard on it's that one free thing. on youtube the audiobook yeah. is free on yeah. youtube um okay so this is coming out on monday june 11th um i'm going to be headlining the skyline comedy club uh in appleton wisconsin this thursday through saturday so if you are in the appleton area um please come out i think the shows will be really fun and i'm at kelsey cook on twitter at kelsey cook comedy on instagram and kelseycook.com for tour dates and to get show tickets perfect um i'm at the great american comedy festival on the 15th and 16th uh but you know whatever and then i'm in i'm in new york for a few days i don't know exactly where i'll be but if you're there um you know keep an eye on my probably my instagram more than anything else uh and then i'm headlining a few shows at the brea improv uh june 22nd friday the late show and sunday june 24th at seven um I was going to do the whole weekend, but Dana Carvey, I guess, was like doing all the other ones now. Uh, so, but if you want to come to either of those, I would really appreciate it because apparently the Brea Improv is very big now. Um, so, yeah. And then I'm at the Tampa Improv July 19th through the 22nd. Fantastic. Um, Dicks by Delaney, everybody. Uh, DelaneyFisher.com, my website. And then um, Dicks by Delaney, I'll be launching that in set to launch in July. The mugs are available for purchase on Etsy right now, um, but they will be kind of moved to my own website soon. And it, it's it's tough because like things are not, they don't look professional right now, which really bugs the shit out what, of me. Like website? as a perfectionist, mm. who, like I haven't done all of the things that I'm doing right now to like prepare for like a big, a hard right. launch, if you will. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they are available for purchase if you'd like to buy a custom mug. And if you don't know what Dick's by Delaney is, you basically send me a picture of your loved one or your <laughs> favorite. picture of your loved yeah. one's dick. And I a celebrity. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Anything. I just, I draw them as a dick. I paint them on, on a mug. It's a good time for everybody. All right. That's it Great. for me. S- subscribe to Patreon. Subscribe on iTunes and uh, leave a five-star rating review. It takes five seconds. We really appreciate it. We read all of them. We really do. God, look at this. Powering through the hour. Powering through it. (laughs) All right. Love you guys. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Why won't it let me be?